0: I'm Lily Gladstone, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Andras Jones? Cool.
2: The Radio 8-Ball Show.
1: And welcome back to Radio 8-Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andros Jones, hanging out here at Starburns Industries with our musical guest, Isaac Opatz. Hello. And his friend and chief... Musical collaborator, mm-hmm. Malachi DiLorenzo. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Malachi. Thank you for having me. And how, in what In what way are you uh, Isaac's chief collaborator, musical collaborator, as he told me before the show?
3: In the way that uh, we made his record, Marriage Static, in my living room, I recorded it and co produced with him.
2: Was that your
1: refrigerator?
3: No.
2: That was that was in Montana. Oh, okay. The picture. Oh, the picture. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I don't. Uh, I don't
3: bother myself with the, the cover. Okay. Okay.
1: So and so it was in your studio, where you, at your home, my house, your my house. bedroom, and this is where you. And do you record a lot of music in your bedroom?
3: Uh, a fair amount, but I don't. Uh, I don't take too many gigs. Right. <laughs> so I take less than I'm asked to do.
1: Right, but that's okay.
3: that makes it sound like I'm asked to do a lot. That.
1: <laughs> that's that's isn't that how I was that's intended. Good,
3: yeah. <laughs> so I, I shouldn't have pulled back the veil <laughs> on that so, statement.
1: So, but so what you're saying is you don't invite a guy into your bedroom lightly.
3: No, uh, I don't want to. We all know what it feels like to work on something that we care about, or a, um, you know, in a discipline that we care about, but work on things that hurt our ability to enjoy most likely the only thing we are any good at. Yeah. So i choose
1: Jessica, our engineer, has that feeling the whole time during yeah. this show. <laughs> yeah. She's
3: like, of course. She's <laughs> an engineer. Sorry. If you're a professional engineer, that's the deal. I don't know why. I'm sorry. I, I'm,
1: is it okay if I include you in the show? I just... When I heard Starburn, when I heard uh, Dino including you in the show, I just got jealous. I'm like, Jessica's been working us with us for months, and now you bring her on? Anyway. Sorry. Mm. Malachi, I didn't that's mean all to... good. You know, but as a, you know, as a as an so so your main when you say a discipline that you care about are you talking about the playing of music or the recording of music or the All both
3: it's just just making of music. So when you record If I had other mu- talents maybe I'd care about other things.
1: So when you record music, you are you, what do you what are your instruments of that you
3: play? So with Isaac, I mean, normally I play drums. I enjoy playing bass the most, but I only really play bass on Isaac's stuff and a few other little things, but uh, I sing when necessary. Mm-hmm. I will attempt keyboards in the same way that Isaac attempts keyboards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's all drum- laid out there. Drums, just, yeah. drums is really my, my thing. If you can play drums, you can play anything is what you're saying. Absolutely. Yeah. At anything <laughs> at all. Right. Yeah. Trumpet. Trumpet. Easy. Yeah. Violin. One of the easiest.
1: Uh, <laughs> what's the, what's that, uh, what's, oh, now I'm. Really, I'm not even going to try Flutophone? What's that big... Uh, Susaphone? No, the big, with a bunch of different people, they all play it. It's a... Uh, it Gamelon? Gamelon. Oh, yeah, I do that. Uh, yeah. Gamelon? <laughs>
0: yeah, but alone.
1: So, solo Gamelon. Yeah. That's what I was going to It's get. amazing. Yes.
3: And I don't do it in uh, Bali or wherever. I do, just do in it your in, bedroom. My, in my house. Yep. In your
1: bedroom. Everything Everything good happens in your bedroom.
3: It's just like pieces of metal anyway.
1: Right. Right. And uh, so... and. So you are you the producer on this record? You are you considered the yeah, producer? Yeah, co-producer. Yeah, co-producer. We just,
3: we just did it together yeah. in the most uh, casual way possible. Got it. And uh, I don't think the plan was to make an album. The plan was to just we started. We met at a, a show that Johnny was playing. Yeah, at the bootleg. My friend Johnny Fritz. Johnny Fritz. Um, and uh, he introduced us, and we played a bunch of ping pong, and then we started playing tennis. So I needed. Uh, Tennis Partners,
0: mm-hmm. um,
3: and he did too. Right. And uh, then I was like, you know, you should come over. We should just do a song on a, on a cassette 4-track that I just purchased. My- Tascam? A Tascam 244. Oh, love them. Yeah, I loved it. I love it <laughs> as well. I have it, but my friend broke it. What? Um, um, yeah. I know it'll that. get fixed. Yeah. Uh, but so we did a song, and I figured, you know, this would be fun. My computer broke when I moved out here. So I stopped using Pro Tools for it, but I took that as a, a sign mm-hmm. that I need to not look at music anymore for a little while. Um, and so we did...
1: As opposed, just so for people who aren't... When you're working with Pro Tools, you're looking at it. When you're working with a task 4-Tracker... Right. You, you have
3: to force yourself... like I To have just the, listen. A hot corner on my computer where I can turn the screen off instantly to actually listen to something. But it's amazing what happens to your senses when you take away the looking at
0: Mm -hmm. the music.
3: So with the 4-track, it was nothing to look at. It was only things to hear. And, uh... So we did got to Me Sense on the 4-track without much thought about it. And I think we were both pretty happy with it. I thought to myself, okay, let's just do another one. And then after that one, what did we do second? Everything but one thing? Um, I think
2: Arms Length. Arm's length?
3: I'm uh, not sure. That one was pleasing to us as well, and then it, it kind of felt like, well, we have no choice but to... Keep going. Keep going. And it was fun, and it's one of the things I'm most proud of. Cool. And I,
1: I, I don't want to go too deep down the rabbit hole of um, re- recording engineer talk, but yeah. I am kind of curious when you're working with... For people who are not familiar with it, when you're working with 4-track, not digital... You are. You can either have four individual things, or you start getting into bouncing down, where you'll record three things onto onto individual tracks, and then you'll bounce them down to one track, and now you have three new tracks. So that's like a quick primer in uh, four-track recording
3: with so, degeneration and right. lots of stress of hoping and seeing <laughs> into the future of your arrangement for a song that you don't even know what you're gonna do. Exactly. Which is, like even uh, when I hear the record now. Uh yeah, there was tons of bouncing, so when I hear the record now, I, it almost I almost get stressed out thinking about how it just could have been bad right, and it couldn't have worked like you have to not that anybody necessarily cares about this, but we started with the vocal and the guitar, we would do the guitar to a click that I printed right. and then do the vocal, and i'd bounce them together. But when you bounce a vocal with a guitar but not have any idea what you're going to add to the song you kind of have to bounce the vocal relative to the guitar louder than you would ever want it if they were being alone if they were going to remain alone right because there's going to be drums there's going to be so bass so you just
1: have to imagine the acoustic guitar is re- you put it you, when you did it you bounced the acoustic guitar very low like a chicka 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 I mean not very low
3: but like but lower than I would ever if it was just going to be a solo performance right. and hope
2: That (laughs) we taught ourselves how to play keyboards, yeah, Yeah, Yeah. like it was,
3: it was, it was a a ton of like, yeah, like I said, listening to the record now, I get stressed out
1: (laughs) because of of all the the ways it could have gone wrong, yeah,
3: (laughs) yeah, but all the like so many things that did sort of go wrong and continue in the work that we continue to do together, like mistakes that we make in terms of playing or uh, you incorporate them and then something I know, I love That is the that's it's, the point.
1: That is the... That's what record For me, because I, I made most of my music pre-2000, and we were just getting into the digital stuff. Mm-hmm. But that was what I... What was the most enjoyable, is these amazing yeah. synchronicities. Yeah. Again, that's sort of what... Part of what drew me to this. I wanted... I want people to be able to exp- have the listening experience of synchronicity, just like the creation is. Creation the creation experience of synchronicity. But
3: the... To me, the art isn't in the fact that there are synchronicities and strange things that end up inevitably occurring. It's that... It's how you assimilate them into a... A new form. Yeah. Like a mistake. It's neither here nor there. Unless you recognize Um, it. Unless you recognize it and... uh, Yeah. Like uh, on the latest song we're working on, there's a part in the second verse that when we were tracking the acoustic we had a arrangement we thought was going to be how it was and Isaac ended up in the take that we liked adding you added a chord Mm -hmm. added a chord at a point that it just wasn't supposed to be it didn't sound wrong because I wasn't hearing the vocal Mm -hmm. and it, it felt cool and in the end we uh whether it's correct or not we convinced ourselves that this is actually how it should go and then you just figure out how to make that one yeah and it's, it's it's so much fun. It's like, That's is. the fun.
2: It's like uh, yeah. evolution. Like, you get yeah. these little... You get a...
3: It's nature and nurture at the same time. You get a time. giraffe with a long neck, and oh, actually, this long neck's pretty good. Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. Wait, there's a certain amount of convincing yourself that it's okay, because maybe you're lazy and you don't want to do it again, or you already did... You changed uh, the settings on the yeah. pre, and or now whatever, you, yeah. and it's like, okay, is this... What can we do with this? <laughs> yeah. It's very rare that I find myself being like, you know what, we can't right. do this. Especially if I'm still recording on tape, which I still do.
1: So you, so you're, so all the stuff on the record is four track Correct. M.
3: There's only one, one little bit of cheating where I didn't, uh, on not yet, I didn't do that relative level of the vocal against the guitar uh-huh. in a way that was appropriate. And he had to double the vocal when he was back in missoula at a friend's studio and we just black national that's right
1: yeah laid we just it,
3: laid it right on top and uh it started out and i think actually the double is cooler than what the which again
1: voice would have been. that's the way that's but the am way I it just works. telling
3: myself that or <laughs> you know what it, But it doesn't matter it doesn't though. matter
1: right because if it's i mean if it was bad if it was just like I out know, and out right? bad you'd know I would so know. then <laughs> it's just it's a variation of different kinds of good yeah right and it's just it's whatever becomes your style. I love it. I it's love fun to it.
3: just not be in yeah. total control of each, allow allow it to do its own thing, and then take control afterwards to make it uh, relevant or worth having happen in the first place. A mistake really doesn't doesn't like records. People always say like, oh, you know, all these the old records are so great because there's all these mistakes on it. It's like, that's not why they're good. Right. They help feel authentic, but that's not the deal. No, no, it's like... But now we we just... The fact that there are no mistakes in most modern music is not... That doesn't make it inherently bad either. It's the fact that there were mistakes and they were all eliminated in service of perfection that nobody really relates to on a core level.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Well, uh... I'm, I, I, this definitely is gonna, this is, great, this is a great way for people who are getting to know your music, Isaac, to get a little view into the process. And if you ever did live in the age of the four track and the eight track Tascams, uh, this is a, like a little reminder of how exciting that was. Total. Mm-hmm. And, and it's still exciting. Yeah. And I love that you're like, I have friend like, uh, a friend of mine, made his whole record on an eight track task cam at one point and uh yeah uh, on
3: a 388 yeah oh, that's what we're doing that's what i have as well I yeah don't, that's yeah. what i'm working on now too. i
1: have one of those myself i Beautiful. haven't used it in a long time but i may, now you're inspiring pull, me maybe i should <laughs> i'm
3: so, sure it won't work <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. really oh, yeah it's but the task cam plan is just in torrents it's so you been can take pretty
1: it well there. taken care okay. of it's, well then maybe know, it
3: will you know. i hope it does
1: yeah me too but uh it probably, but it's been in a hot uh, I bet those things get crispy, like the oh yeah, oh, yeah. all the all the rubber stuff and plastics where stuff. has it been in a storage space
3: in in a temperature
1: Washington. no it's not a temp it's oh. it got hot and. Cold. Dude,
2: what are you- <laughs> That's it a was all technology when you yeah. put it in there.
3: It was totally working when I put it in the hot rooms.
1: <laughs> I can't do what I. I it's not hey, much it's I can how do. It is. It's not much I can do. I'm stuck. I with hope it. it
3: still works. Killing Wait, me. where? What, what state? Where, where Washington is State. Oh, that might be okay. It
1: gets hot in the summer. Okay. It gets really hot in the summer. And yeah. wet. That's not bad. It's not wet. It doesn't get wet. I mean, it's a it's light, humidity. It's humidity, but not, not like. In mass, okay. Not like in mass, like in, not like East Coast humidity. Anyway. Well, I hope it works. Okay, this really is this is when I need to like go back to that last question, find my sense <laughs> of humor. I'm sorry,
3: <laughs> Have I have I rubbed you wrong?
1: No, no, you just made it just made me sad about the. I got excited okay. about my task cam and now I feel like a dummy. It's okay, you
3: probably bought it for five hundred bucks and now they go for like twenty five hundred. It's no big deal. Really. They're super expensive now. Really? Even from wow. when I bought it three years ago.
1: I wonder if I get the. I ta- I wonder about the Tascam. I wonder if I can get it fixed.
3: Absolutely. And there's actually a guy uh, that a friend just told me about in, actually in Burbank, I think that, uh, does all refurbishes all of those old ah. four tracks and. And the three eighty eight and a bunch of old tape machines.
0: Huh.
1: Okay. Well, you know, I'm gonna follow up on that.
3: Yeah. Okay. I I can get you the name if you really want
1: it. I do, but let's uh, let's get into your question for the Pop Oracle. Okay. Uh, Now, I uh, I was told we were were I was told earlier that you well that Isaac said you were a cynic. You said you're not a cynic. How do you? What is your relationship to divination? To God. No divination, not divinity. <laughs> to the asking to, to or to oracles, to asking questions, to tarot decks or the Yiching I Ching uh, or flipping a coin or whatever.
3: are um, I was very t- Have you read the spirits book?
1: The spirits book, no.
3: Um, it was by it was written by. Oh man, what's his damn name? In the eighteen hundreds, when like um table tapping was a big in like the upper echelons of society a big uh, you know seances were huge among certain segments of the population around the world and uh, it's this book of the basically this guy who was one of the top guys in the biz he um controversially I guess wrote down all of Uh, a whole host of things that the spirits communicated to him and and the people he was working with Uh, it's a pretty big book and this isn't necessarily why I do or do not believe but it was a lot of thoughts on like thoughts that were so interestingly conceived about karma and about uh things that I'm not necessarily I do believe in karma personally um and I, but what was interesting about the book, it was all these different conversations that these spirits said. And you would think that they would all be high minded, uh, all knowing uh, thoughts being put forth by these spirits. But a lot of them, and based on the ideas of karma that they seem to subscribe to, like, some of them were new spirits and they were totally shitty and they were, like, petty about the other spirits and some were farther along the path and they were very uh, well-spoken and seemed to have a a good grasp on, you know, things... Uh, things were beautifully said and and you could interpret what they were saying and take meaning from it. And But the ones that were, like, just, like, shitty... Spirits, mm. it was amazing to read. It's like, why would this guy write? Like, if he was just making up this book, um, why would why would he do it like this? Like, <laughs> right, yeah, so, I actually look it up led it's, to it's it, Alan, Alan Kardec, Carden. yeah, there you yeah. go. Um, and but the interesting thing, so I, when I was reading that, I was on the road with the band that I play with, which is Anghorn Slim, okay, and uh, I forgot where we were, but I was reading that book at the time and I was. I guess you could say skeptical while I was reading it. I can't remember who told me to pick that book up. But I got to a certain point where I was really taken by the passage I was reading. And uh, I was reading it before going to bed in this hotel room. And uh, at the same time, I was gambling on sports a lot. Um, a lot on just international soccer, which is a ridiculous thing to be doing. But so I had some money on this Chinese soccer match. And <laughs> this is true. It was all one <laughs> wonderful night. But so I went to bed, uh, really moved by this s- selection of pages that i have been reading. I was like, went to bed thinking this might be, you know, maybe this is real. Maybe mm-hmm. I should read this a little more seriously than I had been. And uh, so that was my thought as I was falling asleep. And uh, I have an app that um, when a goal is scored in any game that you... Choose to watch. It tells you yeah. when it was scored, who scored it, blah blah blah. And uh, I woke up in the morning uh, and looked at the score of this match. And the first, the first and only goal scored in the match was scored in Ch- in China by a man named Alan Kardec. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I have a picture of it somewhere on my yeah. phone. But I could not believe, like that was that was insane. And yeah. I was like, all right, it's real. Like this is. This has to be it. How am I supposed to? There's no explanation for this. I am getting some sort of sign here. Yeah. So yes, uh, yes, I, I, uh, I do not not believe in divination. Right. Okay. But I am. But I am. Uh, you know. I don't. Um...
1: You don't drink Kool-Aid if it's just handed to you. No.
3: No. Got it. But yeah. I would. I would love for these things. I would love to wor- live in a mysterious, inexplicable world, and I think we do, even but... if it's just.
1: Working on a task cam in your bedroom. That sounds like it's pretty, (laughs) lots of mystery there. Yeah, for sure. So, well, what is your question for the Pop Oracle today?
3: Um, Okay. My question kind of, in a way, goes with what we've been talking about is I think, in any, uh, can I set it up? Okay. In any, uh, for any musician or artist or lover of art, you inevitably, start realizing that there's a certain period of music or of writing that you love um, and that really speaks to you and it fosters a feeling that maybe there was a a period of time that was a golden age for the thing that you love and you start then inevitably being bummed out that you live in the time period that you live in. Mm. Um, which I think there are a few things in my opinion, in life where it's better to, even if it's true, to, be, to not believe it. Like, even if it's true that there, there are golden ages and you don't live in them, it's more beneficial to you to not believe that because it'll help you move along in a more effective way and not feel so defeated. So I guess my question is, are there golden ages at all? Is it true?
1: Are there golden ages at all? Is it true? Great question. And now to engage the pop oracle, you, Malchai, get to spin, uh, spin the Wheel of Eight.
0: Na, 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 na. Wheel of Eight.
1: Song number three, which is... a capo huh? Arms Length Away. The second song you worked on in the in the Maybe. bedroom. Possibly.
2: Maybe. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Let me turn the guitar on.
3: Lucky for me, I already know that this one doesn't apply. <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding.
2: <laughs> Ready?
4: Oh, thank God there's no service here, this lonely gravel road. I was going to call you just to say, I regret letting you go. And I guess I'll say it to the wind instead, and let all my regrets get blown. Oh, thank God there's no service here, this lonely gravel road. Oh, thank God, the Internet's down When I get home from the bar I was gonna send you an email but making a brand new start I guess I'd drag it to the trash instead Where it can't do any harm Oh, thank God, the Internet's down When I get home from the bar there used to be love between us and now. There's just things we can't say. And there are good reasons, though. Sometimes forget things. You're not an arm's length away. Oh, thank God it's Sunday. And the post office is closed. I was gonna send you a letter inviting you to come home. I gave a stamp and I saved myself the trouble of raising my hopes. And oh, thank God it's Sunday and the post office is closed. Cause there used to be love between us and now, there's just things we can't say. And there are good reasons, so we sometimes forget them. You're not an arm's length away. Up the car. I was gonna go just knock on your door And tell you I've been thinking hard And I guess I'll stay home and just think some more Till the future shows its cards Oh, thank God my bike got stolen I forgot to fill up the car Cause there used to be love between us and now there's just things we can't say but there could reasons oh sometimes we'll get them you're not an arm's length away there are good reasons oh sometimes we'll get them
1: you're not an arm's length away and that was arm's length away from Isaac Opats the answer to Malachi's question are there golden ages? Is it true? <laughs> and Malachi, I have to say, I don't know what you're talking about. Do you say they're, they're, that this has nothing to do I with hate,
3: it? I hate to admit it, but it actually is completely <laughs> speaks to... Okay. It doesn't exactly it, it, answer whether or not there are golden ages, but it speaks to very clearly, and I think we actually had talked <laughs> about it, is problems in our own modern world that bum us out and how to incorporate... <laughs> them like to to be able to use the word email is like like
2: right yeah yeah
3: in most songs that would bum me out so bad and it's like why does that bum me out like it's just a natural part of life but it feels like that
2: wouldn't exist in a golden age (laughs) yeah exactly
3: steel cars (laughs) but like but like in the and i'm a firm believer that there aren't golden ages in in my mind because you know like in the in the we look back at the sixties and it's like, oh, the records were so good. You just don't remember the hundreds of thousands of record of horrible yeah. Yeah. records. Those don't stand the test okay. of time. Well,
1: let's first of all, let's uh, Isaac tell us a little bit about the background of the song because obviously there's a lot, there's a lot of fodder here for us to go Absolutely. over. So, what do you um, got for us? Where, where does the song comes
2: from? Um, it comes from having uh, after a relationship has ended, um, wanting to reach out to you know, your ex in moments of weakness.
3: With thoughts of the golden age of your relationship Absolutely. which don't With, apply. Exactly. exactly. With
2: a nostalgia that is is misremembering yeah. the reality that caused you to split in the first place. Um, yeah. But it's, you just get, um, it's the, it's why phones are so popular and why we're so addicted is because it's a little, this little crutch. And we think um, every time you have an impulse, you're lonely or you're, like even like, you're hungry and you want it like you just can order food immediately you can just satisfy these things and the the song is acknowledging that um in a lot of instances it's healthier to not have that kind of access to your first your feelings about things um oh thank god the internet's down yeah I mean that's I love that it's so it's um in a way the 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 tune is itself is nostalgic for a time before all that stuff was available um yeah. Oh man. This, yeah. yeah. This, so, this thing
3: yeah. thing is
1: really.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Synchronicity and intention. That's when you see. That's what I was saying. When, when like when you were talking about like you said, I don't believe that there are like these magical things, unless you re- unless you re- but if you recognize them, yeah. then you can take a mistake and make it into a beautiful yeah. thing. And I feel like that is exactly the case with synchronicity. Like Synchronicity is going on all the time, all the time <laughs> yeah. and then when we focus our intention on something and allow it to happen, especially if we're doing it in a group, so there's other people to sort of be like, yeah! yeah. That really did feel like yeah. that. We all felt like that together. That mistake, we can make that work. It's like being in a band. The magic happens in an agreement of context, right? And then when you single one out, then yeah, we, when we put our attention on this, then we all have our synchronicities. But so
3: I also get, I I get very uh, annoyed when people misapply the idea of synchronicity. Like, like you hear people or maybe you don't hear them, but occasionally you hear someone say, Oh, like when, whenever I look at the clock, it's always, it's always nine Yeah. It's like, it's crazy shit. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah. Well, this is the... How many other times of the it, day? Do you look at the damn clock? It, it, yeah. It's, it's an, just not a day that was a horrible tragedy that you remember. <laughs> so it's like, it's yes, It's that, a, that demeans the idea.
1: It's observer created. I mean, I don't think it doesn't. I think it's if you are looking for things... You will find them. Yes. it's 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 sort of like what you're saying. Like, whether or not there are golden ages, it's better not to act like there were. Right. Because then you're not going to be present to what's good about your time. Exactly. So you can go through your life constantly seeing examples of how your time sucks compared to this other great time if that's what you're looking for, just like if you're looking for 9-11s. Yeah. But— if that's why I. I As like, we all are. Well, I feel like the game of synchronicity is being, is one, sort of being aware that what you're looking for, you're going to find. So be careful what One, you're looking exact, for. I think and also be, like, don't necessarily be looking for anything. Yeah. Like, be open to the mistake. Yeah. Be open to the thing you're not looking for. Yeah. Because that's where the real exciting synchronicity is. Yeah, that's yeah. sort of, to me, that, what you're talking about, I call that, like, low-hanging sink fruit. It's like, for the kindergarten <laughs> of synchronicity. It's like, yeah.
3: But it's not synchronicity. That's it, a problem well, like, it, in, again, your, in your again, brain of realizing what you're
1: looking but at. But that, that's what it is. But again, that's synchronicity. It's a perception anyway. Yeah, like, uh, there, I've used this example on the show before, but uh, Alan Watts has this great description of how a rainbow works. In order for there to be a rainbow, there needs to be sun in the air and there needs to be moisture. But there's a third element that needs to be there in order for it to work. You have to see it. You have to have eyes that are like ours. If you don't have eyes that are right. built like ours, there's just water and light. Yeah. Water and sun. yeah. And it gets, that's the way a synchronicity is. It's, it, it entirely is observer. Cre- it's not like there is a synchronicity thing that's happening in the world. It's that the that things are happening in sync are synchronized. Yeah. We are in synchronous moving together. Yeah. And certain moments you have moments of seeing it, like, oh, yeah. I was reading this book and then this guy scored a goal and this name like did I, I don't think i created that but something about you being aware of it allowed you to see it it did it would have happened whether I or not i don't saw, think
3: i created well
1: yeah that guy would have scored I also that i don't goal. know if
3: it would have happened had i not been looking at it
1: that's that's the experience of synchronicity yeah. so let's get back to your question about golden ages in this question so obviously the song relates to that about this sense of of us uh, pining for a different time. Yeah. And maybe, and it's particularly because he locks into the technology of it. Yeah. Was there anything particularly in the synchronicity for you when, okay. So when you think of a gold, when, if you were to think of a golden age, you mentioned the sixties, are there particular golden ages that have bummed you out at different times that you've thought, oh, I wish I could have been a beatnik or I wish I could have been oh, for
3: sure. I mean,
1: what's the, is there one amounts? <laughs> is there one in particular that really just like,
3: I mean, in terms of, like, uh, recorded music, to me, the, the 60s would be... And, and, like, some of the late 50s, the way that version of rock and roll sounds is a, is amazing to mm-hmm. me. Um, and, but, you know, I'll go down this path in my brain over and over and, and then uh, know that the factors that contributed to... Me feeling that way just aren't at play anymore in in recorded music. Like even me working on the four track is more advanced than what they were dealing with. And uh, it was a different way of their frame of reference was so limited in terms of rock and roll that they had a leg up on creation of. Of the work, like our frame of reference is so deep for making that music that we have so many references to pull from. And a lot of times I think references in terms of making your own art are problematic uh, in terms of like when somebody wants me to record something and they send me, uh, they'll say, oh, can I send you some tracks that I want to sound like? I'm like, yeah, you can send them to me. I'm not yeah. going to listen to any of them
0: mm-hmm. at
3: all. <laughs> uh Sure send away uh, because that uh, so I don't want to be taken in by I will consistently convince myself that what they did I can I can do. yeah, and I just don't know how to do it yet. And right I don't know uh there's no um, but there is a way for me to do it. like in the way that I'm proud of Isaac's record, I didn't tr- try to make it sound like anything. But in the end it sounds like something that I'm, hits all of the points in me of the things that I love without being at least in my opinion, maybe other people would dispute it, without aping them or or ripping stuff off. Right. Actively.
1: Right. And it actually that, that goes to the there's a a a big little sink for me in this because today I was talking Isaac with you earlier in this session about how these shows we record them and then they come out months like sometimes as much as 2 months later mm-hmm. so the one the episode that came out today one of the themes in it that was discussed at length Was the story, story, our drunken story of our friend Matt Brousseau, who's been a guest on the show several times, who who you met earlier, talking about stealing bikes in Amherst, Massachusetts. One night, stealing, like waking up from a blackout on a stolen bike Mm. that was broken, then trying to steal another bike and not being able to, and then telling another story, and, I, and it just, and I gave him, I, now I just want to call him bike thief whenever I see him. Yeah, that's
2: unforgivable. It's, it's terrible. It's, it's
1: terrible. Yeah, it's bike terrible.
2: thieves are, occupy the inner, maybe like the penultimate <laughs> ring. Of but, but I like, love, yeah. that,
1: <laughs> but I love that in this song, you're, you're talking about the bike, thank God my bike got stolen. Yeah. And the idea that, and I think there, I think. So I think that's the, to me, that's sort of like the idea of the, that I think you're going at with the idea of the golden age is your age can be a, is yes, going to be a golden age absolutely. if you can say, thank God my bike is stolen yeah. and your age is going to be shit. If only, if my, if only my bike hadn't gotten stolen, dot, 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 I could have done yeah. dot, 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 dot yeah. you know, and that, that is the attitude of making your age there. There's a line. Oh, there's a great line. I get to quote Shakespeare at you. I love it. Uh, Painting thy age with the beauty of thy days ends one of his favorite, one of my favorite sonnets of his, and that's it. You can make your age golden. And I just wanted to toss out this one other idea, and we do need to keep moving because we have guests lining up here. I don't know, man. I think
3: we should just
2: keep going. Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to. Just bring Albert on with you. He's getting all kind of angsty.
3: So just let him know where
1: we'll be with him in just a second. But uh, but the other thing that I have noticed. So I'm probably a little bit older than you. I'm 50 years old. Yes, you are. Yeah.
3: And 21. I
1: have noticed <laughs> that so I so when I was pining for the golden age of the 60s and learning how to play music in boss in living in Massachusetts in the 80s. My mom worked at MIT if i had been gotten into computers at that point instead of getting into guitars not it was the it was the golden age <laughs> yeah. of computer right. technology it, wasn't what you, but it, it was a really golden age, age. it really
3: was
2: though <laughs> right but that's what i'm saying. but he wasn't interested in that golden age
1: so that's the thing is like
2: but you don't know you're living in the golden ag- age. <laughs>
1: again the golden age of rock and like for we think the people who were into rock and roll in the late 50s were not At the cultural center of the world. They were definitely on the outskirts. Sinatra was the center. Nelson Riddle was the center.
3: Also amazing.
1: (laughs) Also great. But at the...
3: And that's a lot of people's golden age right right,
1: there. Right. No, and I... I, I, That's sort of what I thought you were talking about was when you talked about the late 50s. My point is that the golden age, there is a golden age of something... That's happening... Right. Right. That's happening around you. It might... (laughs) There is an art form to that. Yeah. Being a good host and creating a space that people want to come to that creates a vibe. There's an art to it, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, that—that's just it. There is. I do believe there are golden ages, and they are always happening now. Yeah, and I agree. You are, and if they are truly golden ages. You probably the majority of the people in the world are not it. don't know about it, yeah. because by the time everyone pays attention, that luster gets taken off it's, all of us. And now
3: it's completely commercialized. Right, somehow.
1: right, right. So guarantee you there is a golden age yeah. of something happening. You know what there is a golden age of? There's golden age of synchronicity happening right here on Radio 8 Fall. Nobody's <laughs> nice. listening, but when they do, people are gonna be like, that episode with Malachi and Isaac. It was the best. That just nailed
3: it. Can I say one more thing? Yeah, you can say one okay, more thing. So in a lot of ways, that song, and I felt this at the time we were he first played it for me, is uh, almost the it. It was a lesson for me because I would, like I said, I would normally be turned off by a mention of the internet, a mention of email, anything like that. And to have it, to have Isaac seamlessly fit that into a very, uh, what I found to be like just human, simple, beautiful uh, story and have it like not hit the visceral, disgusting thing in me. It was like, okay. Like, this can be done. Like, I, I firmly believe that I didn't want to hear that kind of stuff in songs, like, I, which mm-hmm. is just a symptom of not wanting to be a part of the reality that you are living in, in a lot of ways. So it was great to not feel that revulsion from that song. Like, it taught me mm-hmm. that it can happen.
1: Yeah. What, you, what was it? What, that arm, that arm's length became a little bit shorter?
3: Exactly, I a very
2: small arm, <laughs> yeah. or maybe you got amputated. Tyrannosaurus <laughs> T-Rex arms, yeah.
3: away. Yeah. <laughs> which is very close.
1: On, compared to the rest of the T-Rex, I bet those little T-Rex arms are still long, pretty yeah. big yeah. For, right. <laughs> compared to our arms. Yeah, try having one of those. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Malachi, right, for and uh, me. I'd love to maybe throw uh, one of the songs from one from your band on the end of this podcast. So People can hear what you do. Sure. You'll send me an MP3 and throw that on there. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet.
3: From from the band I play in? The yeah, other band? All yeah. Right, whatever you want.
1: Yeah. What was the name of the band again?
3: Langhorn Slim.
1: Langhorn Slim.
3: Yeah. Many records out on the on the computer. Yes.
1: <laughs> Check it out. Great. Excellent. Well, thank you very much,
2: Malachi. And Thanks, Malachi. uh you bet. You. This is great.
1: your host, Andros Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio